0: DT Report with Tevis
1: and Charlena,
0: and um, you know we told you all that we would have a continuation of our toxic traits episode. Yes. So this is part two, and it is triggers. So um, let's talk about let's, that. Yeah, let's. Talk let's about get into it. that. Okay. So I know we left off last time about um, the last piece was manipulation and gaslighting and we really didn't get a chance to get into it too much. So um, we have the definition of gaslighting. And so just to be clear, gaslighting is a form, it's a form of manipulation. Um, And it is a tactic in which a person in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their own reality or sanity. Um, Some of the examples that they gave were, um, they wear you down over time, They use confusion to weaken you. Tell you or others that you are crazy. um, Tell you everyone else is a liar. They make you question your own reality. Um, They deny that they said or did something even though you have proof. That's a big one because they, yo, that's that has happened (laughs) to me many a time. So those are just a few. It's a whole lot more. Um, I know that you had talked about one that I had never heard of, which is a form of oh, yes.
1: It's called love bombing. Yeah. What is that? And so love bombing, the definition for that is is a manipulation tactic that happens when someone overwhelms you with affection, gifts, and love in order to gain control um your behaviors. So basically what it is is that someone it's a tactic that someone uses to gain your trust. Mm-hmm. Um and then use it as and controls you. So, um, an example would be: um, would want to be in constant communication with you. Um, Love mama can take a form of constant communication, texting, calling, yeah. and messaging over social media all day. Um, they get upset when you implement boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, when you try to tell a love bomber to slow down or implement any kind of boundary with them, they get upset. This can present itself as um, them declaring that you don't care about them and that you don't love them. This,
0: yeah, this, is, so, this is like borderline this
1: is, narcissistic. This is, so, this is so familiar because yeah.
0: you get wrapped up in like, oh my goodness, this person is really digging me when no, this is just a toxic trait that they have that they are just on you and then once you like yo we need to create some space they just be like but you know what's wrong they get upset yeah so I I feel like that's happened to me before and when I, once I realized I didn't know what the term was but once I realized that, I was like yo they low key crazy let me like we need to
1: I'm done. I'm done done. So it's fine. very interesting when people use this this tactic. Yeah. I think that you know Do you think
0: uh, they do it
1: intentionally? Sometimes yes. Okay. And sometimes sometimes it's self, no. It's subconscious. Yeah. Don't know that doing it. No, I All think right. a lot I think sometimes those are aware of it. I think they're just doing it. They're just fishing and seeing yeah. like if they can find something if they out can of, catch. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's very unfortunate because you know, a lot of people wear their hearts on their sleeves. And if they're dating and things like that and you're looking for love. And I just think that for you to prey on someone, yeah that's... you know, and then you you implement your love bombing tactic on <laughs> yes, them, you know to gain before. this control from them. It's just it's very sad. And I mean, and I feel like th- I mean, all of this is not bad. all of this is bad, right? right. But I think that when you love bomb someone, mm-hmm. I think you can. I think the damage can be our, can be beyond repair. You can really hurt somebody by doing that
0: by pretending, not pretending, but just like you give them false hope.
1: Yeah, okay,
0: yeah. And it can just really throw. It can throw somebody off because somebody who's on the edge when someone mm-hmm. leaves them or mm-hmm. you know withdraws mm-hmm. their love, quote unquote. That I mean, some people are so, and I don't use this word um, like in a bad way, but temperamental or fragile Mm -hmm. that it can send them like spiraling, you know, maybe they might be on the edge of depression or something. And it just, that's what sends them to the next place. So yeah, that's really, Oh, that's scary. Yeah. It's
1: very unfortunate that people do that. So I'm going to pray for those people that do these things. Exactly. (laughs) You said pray for those people. we We have to pray for these people. Um, so, the next thing that we're going to talk about is um, toxic traits,
0: right? So, because igno- A- we talked about
1: acknowledging your own personal, yes. toxic yes. traits.
0: Because we we kind of identified other people's, well, we yeah. just identified toxic traits, period, but we kind of were speaking more so on the um, more of like. Toxic traits you have noticed in people that you deal with. Mm-hmm. And this one is like noticing your own toxic traits. Mm-hmm. I think that that is really big and you have to be in a certain place to acknowledge that you are somewhat toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just be completely transparent. I have realized I have some toxic traits. Um, not in like manipulating anyone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in um like just my it's my insecurities okay so just to be completely transparent and just mm-hmm. out there I know that mm-hmm. in the past um a a toxic trait that I portray was if someone wasn't like um responding to me fast enough like and if they didn't pick up the phone or they didn't text me back within a certain time. And it wasn't even like I had a, Oh, if they don't text me back within 15 minutes, it was just like a feeling. Mm-hmm. Like if they didn't text me back immediately, I automatically thought something is going on. And so then I would act out on them and be like, blow them up and low key, not even low key, like going off on them through mm-hmm. text message. Like, you know, you know, the random, mm-hmm. like angry Kermit just mm-hmm. type and just mm-hmm. going at them. And it's just like, yo, it was five minutes. What yeah. is going on? And i have like, looking back, I realized that that was a toxic trait.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was, let's be completely honest, toxic traits, I think stem from your own insecurities mm-hmm. and from things that have happened to you.
1: Of course.
0: And so it was because things had happened to me in the past where someone wasn't responding to me that something was going on. So for me, it's just like, if I have that control of knowing what you're doing all hours of the day, then I knew you couldn't be messing around.
1: And that brings you comfort and that regulated you in a way. Exactly. So. Exactly. Okay. So,
0: um, yeah. But I think that also, like toxic traits also relates really tightly with triggers, which is the point of this whole episode. Yes. So, you know we talked about offline, some triggers, like what, what I realized I have some triggers, like what are some of your triggers or a toxic trait that you have acknowledged that you have?
1: Or it could be, you know, either one. Yeah. I think one for me is, is that like, I have a hard time with getting close to people. And when I do get to a place of vulnerability, and I let someone in, mm. I disassociate,
0: mm. okay.
1: and I would, I will cut it off. Really? Yes.
0: So, like, if you start feeling you get too close to somebody, yes, you back off.
1: It depends. Yeah, Friends. I was, I was very, I was really, I, I was like, it was my thing when I was younger. So I'm getting okay. better with that because now I can identify it, okay, and I know what it is. And it was, and that would go for anybody. Mm-hmm. If I was romantic with you, if it was a friendship, okay. if it was. And that just come, that just comes from my own traumas and things like that gotcha. the reason why i was like and was like that okay so i was just kind of just back off okay
0: it's a defense mechanism okay? Yes. okay and it's toxic
1: because you you know i would it would be like smoking mirrors like i would be say for instance in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. i would have someone really thinking and believing that we were gonna go to the next level and you like it would be it would become too heavy for me and i would cut that shit right off <laughs> you dip out done yo that is kind
0: it's
1: toxic. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. That was some scary shit. And I'm just like, ooh, this is heavy. I don't have time for this out. Oh wow. It was too much.
0: Okay. Um, but so that was a toxic trait that you realized you you had. And you're yes. just like, okay, you're getting
1: better about it. Yeah, it's 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 yeah because you know you're um, married. Yeah, so clearly. <laughs> I just give him all my toxicity. I guess like <laughs> just, go. I just disassociate him. <laughs> like, but no, I just but even with that situation, it took it took me a very long time to get into a space yeah, with nice. him where I did feel safe because I was seeking safety. Yeah, because I didn't feel safe when I was younger. Yeah. So um. So of course, like, you know, I'm just bouncing through life, mm-hmm. being toxic. Not realizing <laughs> it. Right. So now that I know and I, I don't I, I try not to do that anymore. So friends, those <laughs> are out there, if I was toxic to you, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry. Apologies to everybody who she's hurt in past. Okay. Um, so like, so I you know, I said one of the one something that I acknowledge was toxic about me. But I think what goes hand in hand also with being toxic is triggers. So, yeah. um, you know, full disclosure, like I've been through some very toxic relationships. I'm sure I have contributed. Mm-hmm. I know I've contributed to the the level of toxicity in the relationship. Um, mm-hmm. But I, and it's been like, I, I recognize my triggers. Like I know what my triggers are yeah. Like I know for me, um, because it was a lot of infidelity and there was a lot of control issues on both sides, um, that not the infidelity part, but the controlling on both sides. that mm-hmm. um, like when someone has two phones, like mm-hmm. that's a trigger for me. It's just like, what are you doing? Why do mm-hmm. you need two phones? Um, the thing with the not responding back in a time in my own timely manner is a trigger for me Mm -hmm. so like if I'm dealing with somebody and I don't hear back from them within a certain amount of time it just I literally have a visceral reaction like I get low-key sick and nervous and anxious and I realize that that's a trigger um Mm -hmm. to just make me go to that next level of like what are they doing um trying to think what's another trigger um like when people change plans with me <laughs> yo i'll be like "What is going on what are you doing what happened
1: that we changed and we switched up the i wish people could see the look on your face before <laughs> you just said that's why i'm laughing like this
0: like don't change plans with me
1: so what do you mean like like change the time or just be or just no, no, not no. opt out no, of the no, date no, or
0: completely this is the romantic relationships. like um it would be like um Let's say I was with somebody and they were like out of town and they're like, oh yeah, my flight changed. Why your flight changed? What happened? Yo, I'm looking up the flight information. I'm looking up the weather. Like I am researching everything to make sure you're not full of shit. Like that's, I'm just being completely honest. Like that is what it was, what the level was at one point, because I was not believing the switcheroo of plans because i was like yeah. you're up to something um
1: girl that just stressed me the fuck out just was, thinking about it like i'm just
0: like it would give me so much anxiety
1: yeah and, you know it's
0: just like why why are we switching up plans did something happen like are you out of town with another bitch? like and y'all decide to stay extra day like i mean these are these were thoughts yeah that would come into my head just to be completely honest so <laughs> It, yes it was bad but
1: I mean but you had reasons to yes. to feel this way yes of
0: course yes so sometimes there are reasons and sometimes they're not mm-hmm. and you kind of you need to know when to trust your intuition and when you are overreacting mm-hmm. which is a very it's that's difficult because if you've been in toxic relationships, You've been manipulated. A part of that is doubting yourself. So you Mm -hmm. doubt yourself in everything. So you start doubting, is this feeling that I'm having real? Yeah. Or am I being crazy? Like, have you ever had a moment where you're just like, I'm being crazy? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm doing too much.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
0: And then sometimes, but like, how do you how do you balance that? How do you decide what's a crazy moment and what's like this is my gut telling me that something is off?
1: Go ahead. I think you need to step back Uh and and really and really evaluate and assess the situation. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you really need to think about like first of all, you cannot control a person, you know. I have been in I have been in some in some relationships that haven't been good either, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, like he cheated on me, and the girl (laughs) she kept calling his house, Mm -hmm. and I told her not to call. I had just had his baby. I was like, "Do not call here anymore." Mm -hmm. She told me. And she was calling from her job. She told me that she would that he needs to tell her to stop calling. I said, "I, got you. I, I, I told you not to to call." So I called her job and told them that she was calling, harassing. <laughs> she you. was harassing me on company's time. <laughs> and do you all accept that? Yo. She called that motherfucker fast It was like, "Uh, your baby mama called mm. my job," and you know, and that set me off. But in that moment. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I went all out my way, called call, call HR, all of that. So I <laughs> so yeah. I was like, let me take a step back. Okay. And let me not, because I was going crazy. Like, I was, it was getting bad with me at home.
0: And I can't even imagine, like, that and having a child.
1: And I just had his baby. Mm-hmm. How
0: old was the baby? Would you, if you can remember?
1: Oh, she was probably, like, she was months old. She probably was even five months old. Oh, wow yeah so just, that's heavy. so i think that of course like these things that we go through these traumas and things that we go through with people and you know then for just all this shit that we go through with people i just feel like that just prepares us to be right here yeah. to to be able to see uh, see yourself and what and what you've been through and just kind of start the healing there yeah
0: but you have to like healing. You mm-hmm. got to be at a place where you realize, yeah, this is not healthy, yeah. So, I think that's a really hard place to get to. I agree. It, you have to, I feel like, hit kind of rock bottom sometimes to be like, oftentimes, <laughs> I need help, yeah. And I don't want people to think that you can do this on your own because it is extremely hard. I yeah. think that you need to have a professional come in and help you with your healing. Like you need to have a therapist. You need someone who is unbiased to the situation to walk you through your healing, walk you through the tools that you need when you are having a moment. So, I mean, I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy for a while. It definitely helps. It has helped, but I will I know that I was in therapy for a year or so and I was at a very stubborn place where I wasn't accepting what mm-hmm. I was being told. Mm-hmm. I was kind of lying to myself
1: about really? what was
0: happening in the relationship. So I wasn't really using the tools that I was being given. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a major, a major situation of like Just horrible mistrust, like horrible, um, what do you wanna call it? Infidelity happened that I hit rock bottom and I was like, okay, something has to change. Like, okay, you need to be honest with yourself. And that's when I started digging and being like, really listening to my therapist and using the tools that she was giving me to heal. And right now I'm I'm in a, like a much better place. Okay. I'm not Good. And I don't think it's all like a process. You never yeah. stop healing. Yeah. So I mean, but I'm in a much better place than I was before. But Good. I think you need therapy. You yeah. you have to acknowledge I really want to do this work. Cuz it's hard.
1: Because you have to be so open. I mean, because you have to put that mirror. I mean, you have to look in that mirror. You do. And that is never easy. It's not. To do to face yourself. No. Like, like just having to deal with it myself. I have been times I have been sick. Like, oh my God. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what I have to deal with. You know, it's easy to just be like, no, I don't want to deal with this. But like, the lesson is not going to be learned. And you're not going to be greater because of that.
0: And you're also, if you have children, you're going to display that behavior to them, and it's going to be learned, and then they are going to continue per- to perpetuate. That. Oh
1: yeah. And you
0: don't want to, you don't want to pass on that to them. Um, but I mean, just for yourself in general, you want to be in a good place. But I mean, I think that you have to first acknowledge, like you gotta sit back. It took me again to hit rock bottom and then to be, have therapy and really realize, okay, these are my, these are triggers. And now, because before I don't, I know I didn't realize that this was a trigger for me, certain things, but now I can openly identify What things are. And I think once you identify them and you're real with yourself, if you're in a relationship with someone who is healthy, I think you can be vulnerable with them.
1: So what are some identifiers of you knowing someone that's healthy? Because everybody out here got their shit. Right. So I don't think... You know.
0: I don't... I'm going through the process of trying Mm -hmm. to identify a healthy relationship I feel like if you, if that person is being genuinely vulnerable with you about things, then you, but it's so hard because Mm -hmm. you've had, I've had Mm -hmm. people like fake Mm -hmm. be vulnerable with me. And maybe not fake be vulnerable, but being vulnerable so that they can manipulate me because Mm -hmm. then I'm just like, oh, they're sharing this deep, dark secret with me. I can share things with them. And then it totally flips. Yeah. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I think it's really hard and I mean I pray a lot so Good. I mean a lot of times it's just like hey um can you God guide, guide me please Lord?" Yeah. but I don't I don't know that there's anything I don't know I don't know I just feel like you I don't know Charlene I don't have to answer <laughs> but I, I, I hope my prayer is that you're with someone who you are able to feel vulnerable with
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: you can tell them when they do something or you can tell them what a trigger is for you.
1: And they receive it. And
0: they receive yes.
1: And it and 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 they keep it at the forefront of their thoughts, not in the back of their thoughts. Yes, that is so good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really so good. um I, I think that I know for women, mm-hmm. I know for me in particular, mm-hmm. um I've always looked for that in a person. I'm, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm seeking safety, mm-hmm. you know, um, just because, um, I need that refuge in a person. Yeah. I need that. It, you know, I, you know, I grew up feeling like I didn't need that. And now that I'm older, yes, I do need that. And I think it's very important for you, like you said, to be vulnerable and to be able to say, Hey, look, listen, this is where I'm at right. emotionally. Mm-hmm. And this is what I need from you but again it's that emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and it's both okay. for men and women yeah. like um we can't we can't always put it on off on the men because that's not the case either mm-hmm. you know women we have we have that same issue too i know i do yeah no, no, I, <laughs> I know agree. there's times when i'm just like not there emotionally mm-hmm. just because i you know I'm, i have my own shit to deal with but i am also very much open for my partner to be like hey look listen There's a lack here. This is what I'm needing from you. And can you not do this? And you receive it. Yes.
0: Yeah. I I like what you said. You like when you tell them something and they keep it at the forefront of being mindful about that. Yes. Because that's really important. Because you know, if I'm telling somebody, hey, look, when you don't respond to me Mm -hmm. in a man you know, for what Mm -hmm. I feel like is a timely manner. This is where my mind goes,
1: and this is how it makes me feel.
0: And even, but acknowledging, like Mm -hmm. I know that you're not doing anything, but just know for me, it's a trigger. Mm -hmm. I feel like if that person really is invested in what y'all are doing, that they will respect it. Yes, and you know, be Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, if this makes you feel safe, then this is this is how we'll operate. And I feel like I love it yeah like and i and i feel like that that is the key to knowing if you are with someone who is being genuinely vulnerable with you when they acknowledge it and then they put it into practice does that make sense it makes complete and total sense yeah because if you tell somebody you know you tell somebody like hey when you don't respond to me it triggers me and they just like oh hey i'll i'll be better about it and then It just keeps happening yeah you know that they're not
1: they're not being i don't know they're not they're not there for you see but when i feel like when you give a person a 12 inch version Mm -mm. of the song i'm expecting (laughs) you to listen you know what i mean i went because i'm being vulnerable with you and i'll be that's i'm that's courageous of a person to to extend themselves in that way and say listen i don't like you to do this because Mm -hmm. it triggers me and this is how it affects me and and it really puts me in a place yeah And so for a person not to receive that and then disregard you and completely disrespect you, Mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, you're not even like, don't disrespect the respect that I'm giving you by sharing my shit with you. Exactly. Because
0: sharing these vulnerabilities Mm -hmm. is it's hard. Yeah. It is a hard thing to do because you're putting yourself out there. And you know, you again, you cannot give everybody that I feel like it's a gift. Yes, you're it being is. You're vulnerable with someone. Yes, it when is. When you're sharing something with them, when you're trusting something with them, especially something that you are insecure about, I feel like they need to receive it. And you also need to receive whatever insecurities they're telling you. Yes. Because, you know, it. it's a two-way street. And yeah. I, I mean, I, relationships are never 50-50. They're never, no. you know. And I mean, it is what it is. But i feel like if you have someone who who mutually respects you the same way you respect them that's half the battle you know like when i was talking about therapists i made a list of things that i wanted in a man um characteristics and respect was in the top three i don't remember which number it was I'm good for you but it was like i want someone who respects me and i low-key I would rather prefer someone respect me than love me. That sounds crazy, but... No, it's real, though. I want you to respect me because you can love me all up and through here. But if you don't respect me, what are we doing?
1: Yeah. Why are we here? Mm -hmm. So... That respect is huge. It is. It's, it's kind of like when you respect your elders or when you respect mm-hmm. your parents, like there's there's not going to be, you're not going to allow your certain behaviors. You, it's just certain things you're not going to do. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to be respectful, like, to the relationship and to this person because I think what that part respect is, is that, yeah, like you said, you can love them, but mm-hmm. like you don't want to hurt them. Right. That's because you respect them enough not to do certain things to them to hurt them. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay.
0: I know this was a heavy episode, y'all, but I feel like it's something that needs to be talked about. Like, I want people to feel comfortable enough to realize, acknowledge your triggers. Yeah, Acknowledge you need some therapy. You need someone else to help you. It's okay. I feel like that's being um, responsible to yourself yeah. to seek out help from somebody else. Don't feel like you have to do this on your own. Yeah, um So... Thank you guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And um, we will talk to you all next time. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.